Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of the Amanda Mon Games podcast. This is my weekly gaming podcast where we discuss all things video games related. Tune in every week for new episodes and to support this show, please subscribe, comment and rate this podcast on your podcast platform of choice. You can email me any questions at amandamangames at gmail.com. That's amandamangames at gmail.com. All the various social media links will also be in the description. Today, I want to kind of discuss something that's been brewing my mind just based on the news and things we've been hearing about the new consoles and games that might be or hopefully will be coming out next year. Has Sony already won 2021 when it comes to games? So arguably, PS5 at this moment is selling a lot more than the Series X and S consoles. I, I think this is there's no doubt about that in a way. Uh, of course, most of the numbers are still not fully out, but just based on the preliminary numbers that have been coming from parts of the world, uh, UK and Japan, I think as well, it seems that Sony is off to a flying start. Of course, we don't know what's going to happen the next year, uh, you know, depending on how many consoles are available. I think that's one of the reasons that the Xbox set of consoles might also not be matching numbers is because it's just because of scarcity. Uh, I, I'm, I'm almost certain that if there are more Xbox consoles, the number might not be as big or the difference would not be as big. Uh, but at the same time, I could say the same thing about PS5s and how PS5s are barely available anywhere. So we don't we don't know the full picture just yet. I think we'll get a better idea sometime in 2021, hopefully earlier, just because I, I do want more people to get their hands on the console, uh, just to kind of help, help people transition to a new console get them to see what the DualSense can do, the SSD and everything with the new console. I think that's going to be really exciting. So it's unfortunate that so many people are just ready to buy a new console. It's not even a matter of them not having the money or not saving enough to buy their console. It's just a matter of them not being able to find it. And that's really unfortunate. You know, when you have, when you're ready and you've been preparing and then you're like, oh, I, it's just not available. It's like, okay, maybe I'll wait for a week. It's like, nope, you can't even wait for a week. You just have to keep waiting or just get lucky. Uh, by being online basically 24-7 of the day. So basically like a full-time job at that point. So I want to start off with Sony. Sony already, when they announced the console last year and they kind of showed a few games and stuff like that, and then throughout the year when they talked about games that will be coming out in the next year, they announced quite a bit. So just this year, and I'm obviously I'm just comparing it to mainly to Xbox. Uh, Nintendo obviously did a really good job, but just based on the, the two consoles that came out end of this year, Sony already came out with Spider-Man Miles Morales, which I know are, is available on both sides, but of course has like its own uh, own bells and whistles attached to it with ray tracing and everything like that. Demon's Souls Remake, which of course is only available on PS5. It's a great game. It's one of my favorite games of the year. There's of course Sackboy, A Big Adventure, uh, which I just loved. I was surprised how much I enjoyed this game, how much I loved this game. It was it was surprising. Me and Savsil, we 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 just sat we just sat and just kept playing this game. Even now, we want to keep going back because we want to get all the trophies. It's just such a great game, and I feel like a lot of people are sleeping on that game. Again, another game that's also available on the PS4. Uh, of course, Astro's Playroom. I think that is something that everyone needs to experience. Such a wonderful game. I do hope they make an actual full game. I will be more than happy to pay full price for this game if it's like a ten to twelve or maybe fifteen hour experience. That's just full platforming sections with the way that Astro's Playroom is designed, just kind of with that in mind, I think it would be amazing. And that's just for now. Of course, I'm, I'm sure there might be smaller games here and there, like Buck Snacks and stuff like that. That's more like third party, but I'm kind of trying to focus more on the first party stuff uh, with occasional third party stuff here and there. But like, you know, a lot of those games like just came out this year with the PS5 to give you a reason to buy a PS5. 
And then next year itself, they've already announced that Ratchet and Clank are Rift Apart, which looked amazing in the demo that is going to take full uh, full use of that ACS, uh, the SSD. is going to be an amazing game. If you are a big fan of Ratchet and Clank from the previous games, this is going to be a no-brainer. It's going to come out, I think, from what they're saying, it's, it's a launch window. Uh, some rumors were coming out that's going to come out around February, which is really, really soon. So that should be pretty awesome. Of course, there's also Returnal, which is a really cool Housemark game. So if uh, people don't know, Housemark developed Resogun, which was a game that came out with the PS4 way back in 2013. It was a game that a lot of people liked. I wasn't really into it. I understand for people that like those arcadey kind of games, but it just wasn't a game for me. Uh, but they're coming out with a third-person action game called Returnal, which looks cool. But again, this is third-party so, you know, take that for what it, what it is. Um, other than that, of course, Gran Turismo 7. It's been a while since the Gran Turismo game has come out. I'm not a big Gran Turismo or racing fan. I'm, I'm more of like an arcade racer fan. So I know there's a, a huge group of people that love this. But again, that's a cool thing to have, you know, that you have that ready within the first year of your console. Now we're going to go to the big ones. Horizon, Horizon 2, Horizon Forbidden West. I think that's the actual title. But that's coming out next year. I, that's also coming out on PS4 and PS5, and I, I, like the next game as well. I'm pretty sure it's going to come out on PS4 as well. I'm just like letting you know because I, I just have a feeling just based on what we've seen with Spider-Man and of course Horizon. But again, this is another game that if you are a PlayStation owner, you know you're going to be getting this right in the in the first year. You're going to be getting this on your PS5, and you know it's. It, I always find that I always find that interesting just as an arg, on an argument point of view uh, from the Microsoft Microsoft side that oh yeah like these are exclusive but they're also available in your on your last gen console. And I just find that interesting coming from that side of the table, just because that's something that Microsoft touts themselves, you know, that they won't have any exclusives for two years or like uh, uh, Xbox Series X slash S exclusives for a couple of years. At the same time, at the moment, they, since they don't have too many exclusives, they are basically dependent on taking Xbox One games and making it look better on the Series X. Like, I just, I just wanted to bring that up because, again, like, this is just something that I, I read and I just find that interesting coming from that side, like when, you know, there's a couple of games that are coming out on PS4 and PS5, where it's like, oh, but it's coming on PS4. It's like, okay, but that's the entire thing that Xbox is doing right now. But obviously, I'm, I'm, I'm going on a tangent. Uh, but of course, like, I think Horizon most likely will come out on PS4. Oh, it is coming out on PS4, sorry. And it looks amazing. It looks fun. It looks like it's just going to continue the story. And if you were a big fan of Horizon, I don't know why you wouldn't get this. And of course, the, the big one, this is the one that I'm excited for. God of War 2 or 1.5, you honestly don't know. I don't even know like if it's a full game or if it's something like Miles Morales, but just give me more God of War. I'm excited. I can't believe they announced it for 2021. I'm almost certain that it's going to get pushed, and I'm almost certain that it's also going to come out on PS4. But either way, like the fact that we have God of War, Horizon, Ratchet & Clank, Gran Turismo 7, and obviously I don't know about any other first-party games that they might have been holding, holding close to their chest, that's coming out next year. This is already a stellar year. And if you are a PlayStation owner, you have a lot of games to look forward to. If you just got a PS5 or will be getting a PS5 very soon, you have a really stellar year to look forward to, right? On the on the Xbox end, we have The Medium, which is a third-party game, which I'm pretty excited about. So I'm looking forward to that just because I love horror games and I, I, I like what Bloober Team has done, especially with um, Observer, uh, the Blair Witch. Blair Witch, not as much, but I really liked Observer. So I'm pretty excited for the medium that's going to be coming out, I think, in January. They may, they mainly moved it because of Cyberpunk. Uh, and obviously, I, I feel like with everything that's happening, <laughs> they probably should have just released it and it would have been fine. And the other game, at the moment at least, uh, the, the stuff that we know is, is Halo Infinite that's coming out at the end of the year. I know Flight Simulator is also coming out on the consoles for, for Series X and S. 
Um, but in terms of new games, Halo Infinite, which is the you know the one of the biggest games ever, uh, is something that I'm pretty excited about because I I loved Halo Four. I know a lot of people didn't. Halo Five, I did not like the story, but I loved the multiplayer. I still kind of jumped into the multiplayer, obviously until you know my PS Five and everything came in, and I kind of just there's too many games otherwise, right? But I loved uh, like just what they did with Halo, and that was I'm um, of course Master Chief Collection is something I always have on my PC. So I was kind of looking forward to Halo Infinite, especially this year if it did come out. But, you know, of course they moved it and seeing what's happening with Cyberpunk, I can totally understand why they did it. And it's good on them for doing this. So I'm pretty excited, not only for the multiplayer, but the story. Like, that's one of the reasons I love Halo. I just remember playing Halo 1 and Halo 2, just kind of playing that story and just being so surprised that a first-person game can do that. Obviously, at that point, I hadn't played Half-Life and stuff. But, you know, I was just so surprised that this this is a first-person game that can do so much and tell us an amazing story. So that was kind of what I was looking forward to. Uh, but at the moment, at least, Xbox doesn't really have anything else that they've announced uh, for next year. I'm, I'm talking about specifically next year, not in general. I know there's Fable, Perfect Dark, stuff like that, and all the Bethesda games, it's all that. But we're talking about 2021 specifically. They haven't really announced anything. And that's kind of what got me a little concerned on the, on the Microsoft side. Uh, maybe, obviously, they have stuff brewing and they honestly just don't want to announce anything too early, seeing what has happened in the past. Maybe they just want to wait. So hopefully they maybe just you know, kind of get that ball rolling, announce some stuff. Or, you know, to be honest, like if, if there's no other game next year and you are really looking forward to Halo, you can honestly just wait until around November or October whenever it releases and just get get your Xbox then. I always strongly believe that you should always buy a console or build a PC or a game, get a gaming system. If you have a game plus a couple more, like I understand you want to buy a new thing just for like one specific game, but then when that, once that one specific game is done and you don't have anything else to play or anything else you're looking forward to, it's just dead weight at that point. And like, that's going for me, like I'm a, I love the PlayStation set of games and I know what's coming in the future. And I know what I'll be playing, which is why I got a PS5. I have a PC, which is, which is why I know all the Xbox games, I will have access to it. But like, you know, when people say, I want to, I want to get this new console for just for Spider-Man Miles Morales, for example. And they play Spider-Man Miles Morales. It's a, it's a short game. You're done with it. And then it's like, okay, but you don't like Demon Souls. You don't like God of War. You don't like Horizon. Like, I'm just speculating. I'm just, like, kind of giving an example. Like, if, if you don't like a, any of the other games that Sony will provide, it's like, why, you know, why use all that money? Why, why not wait for it to come out on PlayStation Now and you can just play it on your PC or something, you know? Like, it's, I, I don't know. That's I think it's always important to invest in something that you know will give you good returns over time. So especially because these consoles are not cheap. So that's something that you should you should look into, like especially if you're waiting to purchase an Xbox, just maybe just wait. Obviously, if you have your friends on Xbox, if you have like your whole library on Xbox, yeah, like obviously you're gonna get an Xbox. But if you're someone that's in the middle, or uh, had a PS4 but you want to get an Xbox now, just wait for a little bit. Wait for a Halo to come out. Wait for some announcements. Like if they come up with announcements that hey, we have Halo coming out, but then we have Fable coming out in six months. After that, we have Perfect Dark coming. After that, we have this Bethesda game. We have this. Like if you see like oh the next year after that point, there's gonna be so many games on the system. Hundred percent. Then jump in. So that's just something to to consider. Um, on Nintendo side, I just want to bring up that it is there's a lot of speculation that they will be releasing Breath of the Wild Part Two next year. So Nintendo can either not do anything in a year and still sell a lot or they can do like literally everything and just blow everyone's minds right so uh, like i'm i'm waiting for them to just kind of like suddenly just announce like a crazy set of games that will come out next year because this year was overall even with animal crossing was a little light for nintendo especially around the fall which is surprising because you don't really you know like i feel like we've seen that here and there 
but Nintendo doesn't really like do that. I mean, they're still selling quite a bit, but I think the fact that it's been kind of quiet-ish for like the last year or two from Nintendo, I'm really interested to see what they do in 2021 because I think that's when when all the stuff that they've been kind of holding, uh, especially Breath of the Wild or Zelda related, or maybe even new, new Super Mario, because we just saw the 3D All Stars come out. We have the 3D World game like remake or remaster coming out in February. I can only imagine like what they have ready to kind of show next year. So like, as I'm saying this, even though I'm saying Sony already won 2021, maybe like, I'm just questioning that, but like, it's very possible that Nintendo might be the one that actually takes the crown and it's only, it's Nintendo being Nintendo. They can just announce it. Like literally they'll announce it like in February, March, and then you'll have like, they'll be like, Oh, by the way, we have seven Nintendo exclusive games coming out made by the Nintendo teams that will just blow your mind away. So it's very possible that they will take over. Um, on the Sony side, what I was like also interested in knowing is what some companies or some developers within Sony Worldwide Studio, what they're working on. So obviously Sony Ben worked on, on Days Gone, which was a great game. It had issues, like even I found a few issues, especially like the bugs and stuff, but like it got better over time. Um, and like I'll, I played the game, it was like, it was really long. It was like, it was like Assassin's Creed long for me at least. But like I got to the end, it was a great game, a great experience. And it, it sold quite a bit because I was surprised about that part. I was surprised that actually sold that much and it sold if from what i can tell sold more than death trending there's there's no doubt that sony bend is working on on a days gone too so i'm i'm kind of interested to see what they're doing if they have all, all the stuff already lined up like what the next plan is uh so that was pretty interesting i also wondering what kojima productions will be doing i don't i don't think that kojima, kojima or hideo kojima will will want to sell the production company to sony he or probably will if it's like an absurd amount but like, I think at this point, after his experience with Konami, he probably just wants to stay independent, have more control. But I won't be surprised if, they, if he does extend his deal with Sony. It does seem like they have a really good relationship. Obviously, we have all these rumors with, you know, Silent Hill, stuff like that, which we haven't heard about and all that, which kind of makes it exciting. So we don't know what's happening on that side. And other than that, Japan Studios, we haven't really... They, they obviously help with Demon Souls. They have internal a number of internal studios that worked on different games including Astro's Playroom so I'm interested to see what they might be doing and of course like otherwise there's all the other ga- other developers right like Sony Santa Monica we know is working on God of War Insomniac is probably working on Spider-Man 2 or maybe another game who knows Sunset Overdrive, Overdrive 2 please like I don't like there's so many we can speculate on so much when it comes to these studios but I am kind of curious to see what they might be working on and whether or not that stuff will be announced or if it will need to be announced you know who knows like maybe Maybe the, next year it's already so packed that Sony's like, yo, we already have so many games coming out. Like why, like even if a game is getting close to being ready, it's like, no, just keep polishing it. Keep working on it and we'll release it the next year or like in 2022. Um, obviously on the Microsoft and they have so many good developers at this point. I mean, Obsidian, uh, Double Fine, Bethesda, like, I, I, like, I, I, like even though I'm saying that, okay, yeah, the next year is going to be a little quiet for Microsoft other than Halo and then maybe the year after that too, I'm telling you, when once Microsoft starts hitting on all cylinders and, and getting all these developers to make their games or get to a point where they can demo these games and show these games to the people, there's going to be a shift. Like, I don't I don't know if it'll be like a full shift all the way there, and which is why probably I'm, I'm assuming that's why Sony's already hitting so hard right from the beginning. Um, but once Microsoft has all these games just ready to go out and coming from all these wonderful, amazing developers that we already know and love... It's gonna be amazing, which is why I'm I'm just I'm excited to see what they do, and that will be because I have a gaming PC and stuff, and I do like gaming on my PC, but I also enjoy you know gaming on my on my couch in front of my TV on my 4K TV and stuff like that, right? So 
I'm also kind of looking forward to the time when there will be some game or something that I'm like, yeah, I can play it on my PC, but but playing that game on my 4K TV, that's now that's going to be an experience. So I'm kind of waiting for that time. And I'm hoping that that's going to be Elder Scrolls 6 or just something Bethesda related maybe or something Obsidian related as well. Who knows, right? That's the thing. Who knows? We don't know when these games are going to come out. But I'm pretty excited to see what's going to be coming out from the Microsoft side. At this moment, it's hard not to recommend the PS5. It's like if you can find a PS5, get it. Like, I uh, I mean, there's so many games. Like, if, again, like, get it. Like, as long as you know that, you know, there's a number of games that you can play. Like, there's games that you want to play. Don't don't just buy it for, like, one game and then be like, okay, this is just a $500, $600, like, dead weight just sitting in my, in my living room. On the other end, I wanted to kind of bring up and talk about the Cyberpunk 2077 craziness. Uh, Sony recently delisted Cyberpunk 2077 from the PlayStation Store and is also offering full refunds to digital owners. So this is something that's already, this is, I think it's gone, it's gone to like another realm almost when it comes to this stuff. Like I'm just surprised how bad it got. I know there's a lot of bugs from what I understand. I haven't played it yet because I am kind of waiting for the PS5 version. Um, and I have a powerful PC, but I don't know. I, I feel like that's a game that I want to sit down in front of the couch and play for a long time. So I'm kind of waiting, but I know that there's like a lot of bugs and a lot of issues with the game, but it, it is surprising that Sony went this far like uh, of going back to like what happened um after this it was the game got delisted and everything like that from the ps store obviously sony is offering full refund and all that um cdpr recently came out with a statement saying that you know it seems like there was a discussion between them in the background i don't know if that's completely true but in the statement they released they they worded it in that way that oh yeah we it's like it's basically like they were having conversation with playstation and and then it just made sense to delist it or something maybe it's because of sony's refund policy that they're like you know what this is the easiest thing to do. Or maybe Sony just got fed up. Maybe Sony was getting so many, so many uh, emails or, you know, people like asking or gamers asking for refunds and stuff like that for the game that they maybe just in the end said, okay, you know what? No, like, we're like, remove the game. We're just going to wait for them to fix this because this is not going to, this is not going to, this is not working out. Um, also, like, I also didn't like, like this part, like also the other thing is that if you already own the game digitally, you will get the, you, you will get the updates and stuff like that. Uh, and you also, if you buy it like a physical edition, physical version of the game, you'll be fine as well. You can play the game. You can get all the updates. I think that was a worry that a lot of people had that they won't be getting the updates or, you know, that the game just won't even install <laughs> in general, but like that, that you'll be perfectly fine that way. Um, one thing I didn't like about the CDPR uh, statement that just came out, it almost seemed a little passive aggressive because towards the end of that thing, when they were saying that, oh yeah, PlayStation is going to be offering you full refunds and, you know, obviously we're going to be working hard to get it back on the store they wrote like they wrote towards the end that gamers that are not willing to wait for an update can refund their games uh through the link provided by playstation i don't know if i'm the i'm if i'm the only one that's overthinking this but it just it just it seemed very very passive aggressive and like to me that's like already adding more fuel to fire like like cd project red like if and they're Stock prices, by the way, has just gone down like crazy. So I don't know. I, I'm hoping they go. I'm hoping they get better over time. So I feel like this is like the perfect time to buy. I don't know. I feel like I need to do more <laughs> more uh, research on this. Please don't trust my uh, anything when it comes to investing from my part. Um, but uh, when it comes to stocks and stuff, gaming, yeah, you can trust me in that way. <laughs> but um, that, that it's interesting that like they kind of worded that way because they've already been on the back foot with so much stuff and so many people have been so frustrated by them with everything they've done with the lies and not revealing what the PS4 or like the base consoles, what the those the games look like on those consoles. 
and then kind of acting like they didn't know about it when they released it, acting like they didn't do this on purpose, you know, and all that stuff and trying to like get back in, in, in the country with good graces. And this is kind of like how they worded. I'm like, okay, the one thing I need to say is they need to stop doing this yellow background statement bullshit. I, I think that's done. I think they need to, they need to actually make a proper video, maybe the CEO or, or someone who like just sends a video out and just kind of replies to people or just kind of does a statement like in person in like a video or something like that. You know, I think you, they need to make it a bit more personal. This yellow background thing is, is getting too much. And I think it's, it's making them seem more and more like a corporation. And which is funny because CDPR was supposed to be like the developer of the people. And then they've just turned into a publisher slash corporation now with the way they're talking and with the way they're responding. So I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that like they understand that, okay, like you're on the back foot. People like it, like think about it. This game supposedly sold 8 million pre-orders before the game even came out. Now I'm wondering how, well, first of all, have they adjusted that? Because it seems like everyone, so many people want to, so many people want to refund the game. Um, but at the same time, like, I, I don't know how big that amount is, but it's interest. I would be interested to know what that actual amount is after all this craziness. Um, also on the PlayStation side, like, like I was saying that PlayStation must have seen a huge cry out from people to re- to go to this point that they're going to remove the game and give full refunds to anyone that owned Cyberpunk 2077 uh, digitally, right? That's what I find really interesting. Like, so it must, it, it can't be like a couple of thousand people or 2,000 or 3,000. It has to be like in the tens, 20, 50, 100,000. Like it has to be like a huge amount of people that just kept bugging Sony about this, that they went, went this far. So I'm, it, it is fascinating to see that like it's come to this point and, you know, obviously on the CDPR side, they will be losing basically the biggest console platform to the holiday season. And obviously that's why the CDPR, like their, their stock took a, took a huge hit. But, you know, it's, this is like around the time when people, you know, get PSN cards or get money from their grandparents and stuff like that or from the parents. And this is a time when a lot of people will be looking to buy video games. Or this is when, usually when people spending just go, it just goes up in general. It's because you're like, you know what, I'm going to treat myself. It's December, it's, it's Christmas. We had a, a weird year this year, you know? And, and all those people that would want to buy that game digitally will be like, okay, I guess I won't be, I, I guess I'll just buy a Sasuke Valhalla. At least I guess I just buy Demon Souls or Sackboy. Like they'll be putting that money that they would have put into Cyberpunk into something else. And I just find that interesting that like obviously Sony's Sony's also losing a lot of money from this. It's not just Cyberpunk, right? So that's why that's why I'm kind of bringing it up because I'm like even if the game is broken, Sony is still making money from this, you know. So I'm like the fact that they went this far to completely delist the game is just saying so much. It's like okay, wow, like like that that it, something's brewing in there. Something's happening on the back end. I don't know what, but something's happening. Uh, of course, like since the physical edition is still available, like people can still get it. I've I've been hearing mixed signals, like mixed things from people, people that have a Series X or a PS5. Uh, most, a lot of them are saying that, yeah, like it runs fine. Uh, like everything is fine. There's glitches and stuff like that. On the other end, some people are like, yeah, it keeps crashing for me. Like every like few minutes or it crashes like here and there. Uh, you know, other people are like, yeah, this is smooth. Or people are like, no, this is actually kind of like very blurry. Like, cause they just put the PS4 Pro version on the PS5, of course. So it's a, it's a little blurry. It's just, it just seems very mixed. And for a game that's so focused on story and so focused on immersion, it's upsetting that like you can't get the best version of this game unless you invest a lot of money and get a really good gaming PC. Like even with the Series X and PS5, the, those those versions still don't live up to the way people describe the PC version. And in my case, I have RTX 2080, which for 1440p monitor is like not bad. So I can I can probably run the game 
uh, with ray tracing and DLSS, all that stuff around 60 FPS. But at the same time, I'm like, but I, this is a game that I wanted to play in 4K. This is a game I wanted to play with my, my strong son on and, you know, just kind of have like that full cinematic immersive experience. And it, it, it just feel it's just unfortunate that like, I'm, you know, a lot of people aren't able to get that. And CDPR seemingly knowing, uh, you know, just kind of put it out there saying that, look how immersive this game is going to be. But for the people who don't have, have not spent that much money on their console setups or the gaming setups, yeah, sorry, but like, you're just going to get a weird version. I guess you just have to wait and uh, wait till like you can upgrade to like a new console or something. And that's, that's definitely unfortunate. I, I don't, I don't think, I, I honestly, like initially, I don't think they went in with this mindset. I think over time, of course, as they kept adding more and more features, they kind of lost track of time and scope in general. And I think that's what has led them down this path. I think that's what's led them to this point where they realize, oh, oh no, we like this game is not going to be able to run on PS4 and Xbox One. But they're like, we've already been, for six years, five years, we've been getting pre-orders or we've been uh, working towards releasing this on PS4 and Xbox One. Like there's, there's no way we can pull the rug under them. There's all these pre-orders on these consoles as well. Like if they only put it on the new console and PC, obviously the game still sold a lot on PC and it will still sell a lot on PC. On, on the PS5 and Xbox Series X consoles, like, there's still not as many of them in the wild as there are PS4s and Xbox Ones. So for them, it's like, no, but like this will be a bad call financially if we take this off from that console. We release a game on Switch, we can do this. We can release the game on PS4 and Xbox One. And it's, it's obviously unfortunate that it, I think at the end of the day, they will be working to fix the game as much as they can. In my honest opinion, I don't think it's going to get to any... It's obviously not going to look like connection but i think in terms of the bug fixes like they promised by february like the big one like the big patches will come out that should fix it or whatever and i i honestly don't think it will i honestly think that if you aren't playing if you're playing on the base console and you're enjoying what you're playing right now even with like all the bugs and the crashes then i think that's honestly they're gonna be the best experience you're gonna get with this game i don't know i don't think that two months of patches are is gonna is gonna fix this game to that point and I think the same thing goes for uh, the PS5 and Xbox Series X upgrades. I don't think that's coming out in the next couple of months, which is unfortunate because what I had thought was this game's going to come out now. It's going to be out for a little while. And then maybe by January or February, they were like, oh, by the way, here you go. This is a this is a new upgrade or whatever. You know, similar to how, you know, Miles Morales came out uh, this year and then even uh, Spider-Man Remastered. And then they added like a performance ray tracing mode just like a little while back. You know, where it's ray tracing and a 60 FPS, right? Like they just did that recently. So it's like, like I can see, I can see like stuff like that happening in like a couple of months, like for stuff like that, for added features, like ray tracing, like better frame rates, like maybe like up res graphics and stuff like that. But when it comes to like overall, like if a game's just not running on a specific console or like a hardware, two months is, is just not enough. And I think underlying this is a lot of other issues that a lot of people don't realize like bugs aside the game is great but from what i'm reading a lot of the a lot of players have issues with just the mechanics in the game like how your the ai for the for for the npcs is just is just horrible so obviously they they did state somewhere i feel like i read that somewhere that cdpr did state that that ai thing is also a bug which is surprising like if it's a bug, why is that happening for everyone? Like, then why did you release it? Like, how? Like, again, like, I don't want to speculate too much. Like, obviously, developers, they're already, they're already under a lot of stress right now. So I was just like, in my brain, I was like, okay, like, 
the AI is not working correctly. Uh, the shooting, everything seems to be fine, but like uh, there's issues with like the quest, the the way that the game's designed, where it gives you the impression that it's kind of like an open world thing, but it's not really. Um, you know, like I, again, this is just based on what I read. I need to still try the game out and play it myself, and I I I honestly choose not to play it right now because. Like I said, I want to play the best version of this game. I was so excited for this game. As I'm recording this, my background, my wallpaper is a cyberpunk wallpaper. That's how excited I was for, for this game. And it's it's just unfortunate that it came out in this way to and it's just upsetting so many people and it's lost so much goodwill from people. So like and that's something that's one of the reasons I'm like, okay, for a PS5 owner, for a Series X owner, if you can enjoy the game for what it is now, I think you're gonna get the best version of like best version on your consoles for now and just that, that's the, all you're going to get for the next six seven months i don't think we're going to see a ps5 upgrade or a series x upgrade for a, a relatively long time i was more than happy to just play the game if it was running at 60 fps which it was on the ps5 but like you know this ai issues this underlying game bugs game issues and of course just like weird issues with like crashes and stuff like that i'm like okay you know what if the, if the PS5 version is going to take that long, I'm just going to wait for them to kind of iron out these bugs, iron out some issues, and maybe then I can just kind of jump into it because I am looking forward to this game. I, it's just, it's upsetting because I keep thinking about it like I kind of put all these games aside. Sanskrit Valhalla, Demon Souls, Final Fantasy VII Remake, all these games that I was playing, I was kind of making my way through. I put them all aside. Uh, I, I kind of shifted towards playing just Call of Duty as you might have seen me on my stream at twitch.tv slash amandaman. I was mainly playing stuff like Call of Duty, all these multiplayer games, just because I'm like, okay, I don't want to jump into any big open world game because that's going to be fully dedicated to Cyberpunk. And then, you know, it comes out and all this stuff happened and I'm like, okay, so I guess like, you know, obviously it's good in a way because now I can try all these other games that I was kind of just putting aside and I'm having a great time with them. But at the same time, I'm like, yeah, like this was this was like the game of 2020 that I was like really looking forward to. Other than Last of Us Part 2 and Ghost of Tsushima, of course, this was like the game of 2020 that I was so excited for. And this is what's come of it. This is what it's come down to. So I'm, I'm, I do hope, I do hope that CD Projekt Red really fixes this. I, I do hope they understand that this is something that they people will not forget. People will have a hard time trusting them for any new game releases. And I'm, I'm hoping this goes to, it goes as a warning to other developers that you can't just sell, like, can't sell an undercooked game to people. You can't sell a game to people and expect like. A day one patch is gonna fix everything and people will be okay with that like no and like you, you need to keep your promises people are paying money especially in this year man like people so many people have lost jobs so many people are are scrounging like to to be able to just get any money to be able to put it towards any of your luxury things like you know or your your leisure activities it's such a hard thing this year and then you're taking that money and like not even keeping your promise like come on like that's i think that's just unfair on their part so i'm hoping that you know by by february or so or even next week or so because there's supposed to be a, a new update coming out soon well let's see i'm not gonna hold any like hopes like that for this game thanks so much everyone for joining if you want to email me please email me at amandamangames at gmail.com that's amandamangames at gmail.com you can also check out check me out uh, playing a few games on twitch at twitch.tv slash amandaman i also have my youtube channel at youtube.com slash amandaman lots of stuff lots of content all over the place so let me know if you want to check check some games out check, check something out and let me know if you have any questions or anything like that so thank you so much everyone i will see you next time bye